All right, let's go. We got 17. We got to keep it okay, moving. Okay, first, Autumn Leaves. Classic. That's a classic. Look, just, you know, know it. And this one you got to know in a couple different keys because the singers like to do it. I yeah, mean, I mean you got to know it in every key. But you got to know it in every key. Yeah, yeah. But E minor and G minor. Yeah, for to sure. Start. Th- th- those are big ones. And then, um, you know, you have to know it in French and English. No, you don't. <laughs> if you're a singer, you might. <laughs> but yeah, not a hard tune, but definitely know it. All right, number two is Miles Davis's Solar. This is really a variation on a blues. Yeah. It's 12 bars, and it's uh, super, super fun to blow on. Is it Solar or Solar? I don't know. Everybody <laughs> says Solar. But solar. It's written as Solar. Right. And was it actually written by Miles Davis? That's what it says in the real book, so it okay, must be true. there you go. We do not endorse the real book. <laughs> All right, number have a good old-fashioned you'll hear it playlist i know listening sesh for our favorite set our seven favorite seven favorite two pills i think we should just start with april's first suggestion her first idea miles davis it could happen to you from relaxing let's do it yep Okay, so, you know, that class class dismissed. Class dismissed. There it is, right there. Two feel. No, okay, we can't talk about a two feel. We can almost only talk about it with the bass players in a way. Like, that's what lays it down. We can do it. We're going to get into some some stuff without bass just to show it. But it's like what Paul Chambers just did. Up until that point, he didn't play anything but half notes. Did you realize that? He didn't do any. And then he, he just at that moment where we rudely cut him off, kind of went into a little bit of alteration, but it was just like boom, boom, boom. So yeah, of course, it's the whole rhythm section, but it like comes from the bass. You got to be confident on that two feel to just hit that half note. How many times have we talked about practicing? And when we do that at the piano episode, we'll definitely hit that up talking about these tunes to practice with just that half note in the left hand because we've got to be able to give the feel without the... You know, it's kind of like, can you bake a really good cake mm-hmm. without all the little ornaments and all? Yeah. If you can do that, then when you add the stuff, that's great. But you got to have that 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 cake's got to be slamming. Agreed. It's it's that that base has got to be there. Like, I'm hungry AF right now. The B A the B A S E base, not the B A S S, but both. Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember. Um, have some almonds, man. We have all this okay. food and stuff. Okay. Uh, I remember our buddy Ruben Rogers was in here talking about the two feel once for, I believe it was for our rhythm section course, yep. and was very adamant of what it's not. And the two feel is not, um, no, it's not sh- quarter note rest, quarter note rest. No. It is long, mm-hmm. connected, big, beautiful half notes yes. that run into each other. You very much heard that with that first track. Uh, you're going to hear that again. Another uh, okay bass player. This is with more of a modern uh, recording of Oscar Peterson, Benny Green. Mm, it's uh, a lot of piano. Ray Brown on bass and our buddy Gregory Hutchinson on drums. This mm. is The More I See You. Check it out. All right. based on that half note mm-hmm. to go into to time here but that just that first a section there all based around that half note you can hear ray connecting them you know yeah. that's another part of it connecting yes. the dots yep. uh it takes a lot of listening to two feels to to kind of instinctually know when that's 
you know, kind of cool to, to do, to yep. kind of put it into four for just a minute, you know. Yeah, and look, as pianists, we can learn so much from the bass. I mean, that's how you learn. We're going to hear this later with Oscar, too, when he's playing the bass line. But the idea, you know, that Ray Brown, he actually, this is a kind of short period for a two-field two before they go to the swing. Yeah. But he still played some quarter notes in there. Yeah, he still, he still like, put them in. That's fine. Like, that's it's it's about the feel. It's not just about, it doesn't have to just be doom And definitely not what you were saying before, like the doom that's different. So, I mean, I think that it's like once you get that feel, and then great drummers, uh, and I'm not sure who it is. Oh, it's Hutch. That's Hutch. right, Hutch. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's over on the hi hat. Great two. You know, feel. getting ready. Like you're, you're that, like that's the big textural setup from when you go to the four. Totally. The two feels all about anticipation and transition to going somewhere else. Even if you stay there, yeah, yeah. you don't have to leave. You're it. still it's building still, this tension. You're still building yeah. the tension. Right. Okay, so let's just call it dusty old jazz standards. Dusty old jazz learn, standards that you gotta learn okay, because okay. old heads like us insist on calling <laughs> them right. at the session. That's right. There's no Kamasi Washington on here. Let's let's put it that way. Not yet. It's a little. It's it's a, not that modern. Okay. So let's kick it off with. I think you picked this one. So. Stablemate. So I, I just wanted to pick a Benny Golson tune because I feel yeah. like he's an important modern jazz comp, uh, composer. Yeah. Uh, it could have been Along Came Betty. It could have been a number of tunes, but uh, yeah. sta Stablemates is Killer Joe. Killer Joe. Stablemates yeah. is a difficult tune. Yeah, and it's a little bit more on the jazz, the jazz, like kind of inside baseball jazz kind of tune, I guess. For sure, you got to know yeah. how to navigate some uh, some changes. You can't ABA form. Did you know that? Yeah, no, oh, I Not know because I, I these are things I got to know. Uh, some chromaticism. It's yep. not just you can play a major scale over and get away with it. Right. And it's a great tune, too. It's fun. That's it's really the kind fun. of tune that when you learn it, so we're telling you you got to know it, but you're going to be thanking us because if you learn this tune, let's say you didn't know this one and you knew all of them. Yeah. It's like one of those tunes that really teaches you something. Yeah. Um, like you will learn, like it's almost an exercise, like a, like a, Etude in, in etude. a way that's good that you learn from it, but it's great music too. So good one. So number two is a repeat from our list last week. Really, we yeah. couldn't even get past number two without a repeat. It's just such <laughs> a it's, it looms large over modern jazz compositions. By modern, you mean old? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Giant Steps. Yeah. By John Coltrane. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important one. You got to know it. Whether you're talking about Great American Songbook or modern jazz standards, either way, you got to know it. The faster you get into this, the easier it becomes. Uh, the more work you put in, the more you get back. Okay, go you got to put in the time. You it'll, put the time. It'll shift the way you think about yeah, improvising. It really does. Yeah. And it's a reference point even when you're not playing the tune. That's why you got to know it. Yep. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to master it, although mastery is nice. Effortless mastery, mastery even better. I believe that's but, the fifth reference to that sorry. book okay. uh, this week. Um, Uh, but yeah, but today we're talking about tunes in three waltzes, and can I be honest? Not my favorite meter. Three four. Yeah, creep core. The <laughs> creep core. Three four. No, I mean not my least favorite. Um, but as we were putting this list together, I realized there are some fun tunes to play. Yeah. I just don't like the let's do a jazz waltz just to change it up. I, you agree. Know? I agree. And then it has to become this kind of corny, sleazy swing. Corny sleazy. I don't know about the sleazy, but you know what I'm saying. A little bit like. I mean, who are you playing with that are playing these three? <laughs> you know, you've been on a gig where That's it's like true. let's play three. But some of these are classics. Like jazz wouldn't be the same without some of these. Uh, actually, uh, all of these. Yeah. Uh, and certainly not without this first one. What? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you don't have your headphones on, I'm do sorry. you? Yeah, you're missing out. <laughs> 
There you go. Nothing sleazy about that. No, that's 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 mighty fine playing there by the whole trio on that intro. Okay, but I well let's just wait till my I think Miles is gonna be coming in, perhaps. Okay, this is incredible. It's certainly one of my favorite things in three. But I would say that the rhythm section is almost playing in six on that intro, if you think about it. You know like so the way they're phrasing it? A lot of these things are it's gonna be sort of hazy on where the the actual pulse is is it in yeah. is it in three is it in 12 is it in six yeah you know i i think that this is something that needs to be addressed when you play in three that it's not all the jazz waltz like a yeah maybe it's maybe that's why this sounds so good <laughs> no i mean but that's that's the thing when you go to those odd meters those three four those five four those seven four meters yeah it's fun to play with where the pulse is it doesn't have to be the standard whatever it is the the waltz or whatever but and i think the way they accomplish that on this is like Winton kelly once starts improvising and even when he's comping before this beautiful i mean it's one of the greatest intros i, I, I love mean, it i love Jimmy it the whole Cobb, album actually yeah. unbelievable but you know he's really phrasing in two bars or six kind of beats as the main phrase and then even miles he's so thoughtful about the way he comes in because this melody is so like on the beat every three beats but he kind of stretches that out too and it gives it a elasticity that i think is brilliant but yeah it's a three it's classic one two three all right speaking of classic we have uh, something that even predates that and this is uh the jitterbug waltz uh by fats waller yeah couldn't find a great version that we could agree on by fats so we went with this version by vince garaldi yeah So great. Yeah, this yeah. awesome. I was just looking back. I, I I like this record. I haven't heard it in a long time in person. It's the one with the double picture of him. Yeah. Uh, OJC, original jazz classics, West Coast thing. And this is from a live record. Did, did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah. Sounds I, great. I love the name of this, the place they were at. It was This album was recorded live in 1962 at Sausalito's Trident Lounge. I mean, that has mid-century modern that West really Coast does. vibe just dripping all over. Trident. It. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. 